The world's biggest brands want you to see everyday household products in a different light. The shampoo bottle, the deodorant stick, razors, and even your toothbrush. They all get thrown away when they're empty or worn out. But if they were reusable or refillable, just imagine how much waste could be avoided. Loop, a reusable packaging initiative, is trying to make this a reality. Today, I'm talking to Emily Chasen, Bloomberg Sustainable Finance Editor. Emily, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So, Loop is this durable packaging program that's part of TerraCycle. Can you talk a little bit about what TerraCycle is, what Loop is, and what the goal is here? Yeah, so TerraCycle is this company um, in Trenton, New Jersey, and they've been around for a while working with companies and their marketing departments to do something about hard-to-recycle materials. So they would collect used toothpaste tubes or cigarette butts and say, we can actually use this material and recycle it and find a way to use it. And they launched Loop this week in the U.S. because they thought, you know, we can do more than recycling, we can do reuse, and we can find a way to um, cut off single-use plastics at the source. And how does a loop program work? How do people participate in it? And what are the logistics? And what does that look like from a consumer standpoint? So loop is just in the trial phase right now. It launched in Paris this month, and then it's launched in the U.S. for the U.S. trial. The way it works is that some of the biggest consumer brands, you know, Procter and Gamble, Colgate, the ones you know, have partnered with the company to build these durable containers that can be used dozens or hundreds of times over and over again. And so what they'll do is they, um, you go online and you buy your products just as you would from like an Amazon or something like that, and they're designed to be reused. So customers get delivered a loop tote, and they are full of this durable packaging items. You use the stuff inside, you put up a deposit for the packaging, and then you send the packaging back when you're done, and you get your money back. And the packaging goes and gets cleaned and goes through the system, and it's designed to go through the system over and over and over over again. So obviously this is a little bit visual. Can you talk about what the packaging looks like? Yeah, so the packaging, it's not the same as the plastic bottle you're used to for your Clorox wipes. Now the plastic bottle for the Clorox wipes is a stainless steel container that looks a lot prettier. And that was sort of part of the that was part of the mission of the Loop program. They wanted to see that you could build something that was a better experience for consumers. So their Haagen-Dazs ice cream container, that's what everybody was talking about at the launch party this week. Um, it's really cool. It's stainless steel. It keeps ice cream colder for longer. It's round on the bottom so that um, you can get the last bit of ice cream out. <laughs> and um, it's not cold to touch. And so it's like easier for shipping. Um, it's a really interesting way to rethink what we're doing, and then you can reuse it and send it back. How will Loop scale this? So they launched in New York. They also are tapping into people in New Jersey and Philly. What does that look like in terms of scaling in a bigger way for them? These are all brands that that people know, right? This is the one that you're used to buying in a regular single-use packaging in the store. So what they want to do is figure out how the system works in these trials. And then um, I think they've raised $10 million to um, build up this program and get it going more. They're trying to do a trial in London as well. Um, They aim to work with stores so that the reusable containers can be returned and used in stores. But they're really just trying to figure out right now how to make it work and whether consumers will send back the bottles and how quickly they will and um, work out all the kinks in the system. So do you think people will actually use Loop? Uh, People seem to be really excited about 
loop. You know, we get a lot of social media activity on the stories that we're writing about this. People are really interested in this concept and they say, you know, why am I taking this material from a store and just using it for a little bit and sending it back? You know, sometimes people will buy soap from a store and immediately put it in a different container and then you have that container. Like, it would be great to go give it back somewhere. Um, so a lot of people are really excited about this concept. So what was the energy like at the launch party this week? There were a lot of people there. Adrian Grenier was there. Christine Todd Whitman, the former head of the EPA and governor of New Jersey, was there. Um, people are really optimistic that this is one of the first solutions we've seen to say we can stop using all the single-use plastic. About half the plastic that's produced right now is dedicated to single-use products that we only use one time, and plastic takes forever to disintegrate, often hundreds of years. So um, you think about that one month or one hour you're using a piece of plastic, it would be better to not have it stick around for so many years. And so they're teaming up with Kroger and Walgreens. What does that look like, and will consumers be able to drop off at these Kroger and Walgreens locations eventually? I think eventually that's the plan. Not yet. So far, they're just teaming up together to try and um, work this out. And do you think Loop's deposit program will work? You know, how will people be held accountable? Do you think that people will end up keeping their products at all? Or is that enough of an incentive for consumers to return the items? Well, what's really interesting about this model is it's kind of like the milkman, where the dairy used to own the container, right? And so now the company owns the container and they're lending it to the consumer. The consumer is borrowing it and they're sending it back. So the consumer puts up a deposit. So basically they're paying for the cost of the container if they don't return it. That's probably the biggest risk that people will like the containers and keep them. Um, but we'll find out in this trial. So how do the refills work? You send back your packaging and then what? So you send back your packaging in a loop tote that you keep. The company takes it back. Um, you, UPS comes and picks it up like they're picking up a return from Amazon or anything like that. And it goes to a facility in New Jersey to be cleaned, and then it goes back to the manufacturer to be refilled and sent on to the next consumer. So are there any other programs that currently exist that mirror Loop a little bit, or is this the first of its kind? Yeah, Loop is part of this trend towards sort of re-commerce and trying to figure out how to reuse items. So there's a lot of companies like Rent the Runway or all these sort of the real, real people that reuse items and rent them. Um, and just thinking about your, not necessarily needing to own things forever, but being able to rent them. Um, that's coming. So I think Loop is the first of its kind that focuses on this like grocery store single-use packaging, which is a huge contributor to waste. But um, there's a lot of potential for other places to try and adopt this kind of model. So this is obviously an entirely new way of consuming. Do you think that people will think it's convenient or inconvenient to participate in a program like Loop? So what they wanted to do is really design this to be convenient from the beginning. They said this is never going to work if it's not convenient because disposability and disposable items are actually really convenient. That's why we use them. So they said, we're going to make this super convenient. We're going to send it to your house. We're going to pick it up at your house. You don't have to go anywhere to use this program. Um, and it's all the brands you know, also convenient. And then they said that sustainability is kind of the third benefit of this so that they hope that consumers participate just because it's going to be really easy and um, it's easier to send back your packaging. So aside from being an environmentally friendly consumer, what is the incentive to use Loop? So sustainability is actually a really big theme for consumers everywhere this year. Sustainability marketed products are about $114 billion in sales in 2018, and that's a 29% growth rate. So people, this is according to a study from NYU, and um, they're growing way faster 
than non-sustainability-linked products. So companies really need to figure out how to appeal to consumers on sustainability-linked products. So that's really the main benefit here. That's why all these different companies that would normally be competitors, like Procter & Gamble and the Clorox company, they're working together on this loop initiative to try and get it off the ground because they really want to see if they can get rid of this um, plastic waste problem from their products. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Thanks for having me. Today's sign-off is special because we're taking a break. We're going to take the summer to reboot, but we'll be back with more soon. In the meantime, follow us at TikTok on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. You can also find us on WhatsApp, and you can subscribe to our newsletter. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and if you like listening to us, please head over to iTunes and write a review to let us know what you think. I'm Alexis Benvenisti. You can follow me on Twitter at APBenven, and you can get all of your latest TikTok updates 24-7 on Twitter. See you soon.